Hi there, project leaders, and welcome back to the Project Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Glatz. So a friend of mine asked me to go for a coffee the other day. And we are many months into the pandemic, and in the location where I'm at, cases are on the rise, and the warnings from health officials are getting a little bit louder. And so this request to go for a coffee in person really got me thinking about our risk tolerance. And so I wanted to talk in this episode a little bit about how our personal risk tolerance affects how we approach risk on our projects. So let me cue up the theme song. I'll be right back and we will unpack risk tolerance. We have all felt the pain, the frustration, and the disappointment of a troubled or failed project at some point, either professionally or personally. So here's the big question. How are project professionals like us, who are eager, driven, and passionate about seeing our team succeed, how do we become true project leaders who consistently deliver successful projects that change the world? That's the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Jennifer Glatz, and I'm thrilled to welcome you to the Project Leader Podcast. Welcome back. So this request from my friend to go for a cup of coffee, of course, in person, kind of threw me for a bit of a loop, just because this person was challenging me to reflect on what is my risk tolerance in terms of um, you know, the, the health and safety protocols that we have going on right now. And it really got me thinking about risk management on our projects in general. So when we're thinking about risk management, the very first step in our process on our projects is to think about risk tolerance at three different layers. And before I go into detail about those three layers, I just want to define risk tolerance and and you know, give you a bit of a definition. So the Project Management Institute's Project Management Body of Knowledge, so our governing document, uses the terms risk appetite and risk thresholds synonymously. And I like to use the term risk tolerance. So when we're talking about this topic, all three of those terms, so appetite, threshold, and tolerance, they all mean the same thing. So I just wanted to, to throw that out there to make sure that um, we're all on the same page there because you may have heard different terms depending on the industry that you're in, but essentially they do all mean the same thing. So from a risk tolerance or appetite perspective, there are three layers that we need to understand before we start getting into planning our risk management response and, and process. So the first layer is at a high level, at the organizational level. So every organization, whether that's our own company or whether that's our client's organization, they are going to have a general risk tolerance and they're going to have their own policies and procedures around risk. And that could be one of three categorizations of risk tolerance. So. Some companies do have the approach that they are risk-seeking. So oftentimes these are companies related to technology or innovation. 
Um, so for example, you know, we have Apple that's willing to really seek out risk within the technology space so that they can serve their customers in a completely different and, and unique way and, and kind of carve out a segment of the market for themselves. So in some cases, organizations are risk-seeking. They're willing to spend more money on, on research and development. They're willing to take more risks um, you know, with the finances to be able to take a bigger piece of the pie. On the opposite end of the spectrum, we do have companies and organizations that are completely risk averse. So if we look at, for example, the pharmaceutical industry, if we're developing a, a new drug or, or, you know, if we take Tylenol just as an example, it's really important that we get within the range of you know, 99.99999% purity, right? Because we don't want to injure anyone. And so we approach risk in the completely opposite way of, of being very conservative. Um, and we choose our quality metrics that approach risk from the, the risk averse way and, and protecting the public. And then some organizations kind of fall in the middle. So we call those, those organizations risk neutral. So, you know, in some cases they will look at opportunities that they find that, you know, spending the, the resources, the money or taking that risk far outweighs the, the cons of that decision. Um, and so they'll use a, an approach to evaluate whether that risk is really going to outweigh some of the negative things that, that make them nervous. So it's really important to understand where your organization and where your client's organization fits within that spectrum because their policies and procedures are going to be built around that risk tolerance approach that they decide as a collective. The second layer of risk tolerance that we need to think about on our projects is around our stakeholders, our sponsors, our directors, our executives, so um, the people that control the money on our project. And I want you to think about those people from an individual perspective. So each one of those stakeholders, directors, executives come into their workday with their own individual preferences around risk tolerance. So some of them may be completely risk-seeking, right, and want to push the envelope. And others are more risk-adverse where they want to um, be much more conservative in their decision-making process. And depending on the stakeholder that you're dealing with and what their individual risk tolerance is, you're going to see them making individual decisions in a certain way that's framed around that choice. The third layer that you really want to think about is your personal approach to risk tolerance. So every day when you individually come into work, you've got a mindset and you, and you shape your decisions around your risk tolerance level as well. So if you individually are a risk seeker, if you enjoy those black diamonds or double black diamond runs on the ski hill, or if you love to skydive <laughs> or do any of those, um, those thrilling sports, you know, you might be more on the risk seeking side of things. On the opposite end of the spectrum, you know, we've got some, some risk adverse people, right? Who feel a lot safer on the green runs on the ski hill and they, you know, enjoy the scenery, but they don't want to go to any extremes. 
And um, of course, we've got some folks that that fall into the middle of that spectrum. So if we go back to our ski hill analogy, probably the, the greens and maybe the single black diamonds, right? Somewhere in the middle. So as you're coming into work each day, it's important to think about your personal approach to risk tolerance because that is also going to shape the decisions that you make on your project and how you approach decisions with your team. So this whole coffee scenario really got me thinking about what is my own risk tolerance. And it's interesting because I would say I've experienced all three of these stages on the spectrum. So I've had times in my life where I was a little bit more risk-seeking, so traveling to interesting locations and doing some extreme sports. And then I've had some experiences like I'm going through right now in this pandemic where I find that I'm more risk adverse, right? So I'm being a lot more careful in terms of who I connect with and and my exposure within the community. And so I'm thinking more about um, being more conservative, more risk adverse. And then there are also times that I can reflect back on throughout my life and my career where I was somewhere in the middle. So, you know, if I was going to go to to a site for the very first time, there was a little bit of that fear about going to an unknown site. And so I would go through that pros and cons list or that evaluation of, okay, how can I make sure that I'm going to be safe on this site? And who do I need to connect with? And what protocols do I need to put in place for myself so that I feel comfortable visiting this new construction site? So it's interesting that your risk tolerance can change over the course of time and depending on what um, situation you're finding yourself in. So that's why it's so critically important to reflect on your personal risk tolerance at the beginning of the day because it's really going to shape the decisions that you make within the the risk management process during your workday. So interesting stuff. Um, this, this whole coffee thing has definitely got me thinking more about it. And, you know, I'm not sure at this point if I'm going to continue in the risk adverse, (laughs) risk adverse scenario during the pandemic, or if that's going to flip over to risk neutral. Um, but it's definitely something in the back of my mind and could potentially change and, um, change the way that I approach things in regards to my business and my projects as well. So I wanted to share those thoughts with you. I'd be really interested to hear your thoughts on this too. If, you know, our pandemic situation has maybe switched you along a different end of the spectrum, uh, along the risk tolerance spectrum. Um, So let me know. Join us in the Project Leader Community on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash groups slash Project Leader Community. I would love to hear your feedback and comments on this and, and how you're approaching your risk management on your projects right now too. And I look forward to catching you in the next episode coming up soon. Take care in the meantime, stay safe and have a great week. Are you a project professional who is eager to kickstart your career in project management? Perhaps you've recently completed your education or credential, or maybe you're seeking a career change from a trade or engineering to get into project management. Or even if you're looking for a promotion into a project manager role, 
and you're looking for some more information on how to reach that next step in your career, then I invite you to join my next live webinar on how to gain a positively unfair advantage in your project management job search. All you need to do is visit kwebinar, that's k for Kickstarter, webinar, dot procollabconsulting, pro, P-R-O, collab, C-O-L-L-A-B, consulting.com to join me on the next live webinar that's coming up. Looking forward to seeing you there.